Okay, with Sarina Vasquez, um, Michelle is the short film played at the LGBTQ plus film festival. It is an animation action film. That's how I'm describing it. This is a student project, right, uh, Serena? Yes, absolutely. It was my senior thesis. And what school was that? Woodbury University. Where is Woodbury University? Yes. So Woodbury University, we are located in Burbank, California. Good oh, old Southern like right, California. Right in the heart of uh, where the movie making gets made. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, people, I mean, I consider myself really lucky, like lucky to be here. Are you still in the Los Angeles area? Yes. So I'm still doing freelance stuff. So this is just the place to be, you know? Yeah. And everybody's all excited. Well, like at least the writer's strike is, has been settled as per this podcast date. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So good news there. And it's just good being in the heart of it all. It, I feel so involved even, you know, after graduating. All right, so let's talk about this film. So you said it was your th senior thesis project. So what was your program? What, what, what did you go to school for? Yes, so I was in school for animation. And we all knew about the film at the end of the year. We all make our thesis film. So we started thinking about story concept concepts in the spring of our junior year. So we were all really getting revved up for this big project that would take us a whole like 10 months to create okay and then so basically so you have to get it passed through like everybody i guess everybody makes the film everybody in your program makes the film uh yes everybody in the animation program does make a thesis film and it can be 2d 3d you know uh hand-drawn um stop motion it's really freeing and it, it can be about anything as long as you make a film at the end of the year. And what, how would you describe your film? What's, what kind of style is it? Uh, it is hand-drawn and um, the references when I was thinking about the concepts for the film, I was taking inspiration from like fashion croquis and um, 40s illustrations. So that's uh, initially my inspiration. And then and obviously it has a certain kind of uh, statement to make. Well, what, how would you describe the statement you're making in the film? Oh, the statement. <laughs> uh, that was really interesting. Um, even from the audience feedback, just how people took it. But my statement would be just about, you know, sexual assaulters. Not, not a huge fan, actually. <laughs> and um, uh, so is Michelle. She's not a fan. And just about femininity, just I wanted to comment on the juxtaposition of like femininity and violence. Uh, that's what I wanted to capture with all the imagery there. So it's like a fight, fight battle. Like it's almost like a, it's almost like if someone hurts you, you hurt them back, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, like I, I described my film um, the word I would describe it is as vicarious because I bring up the uh, audience feedback that I got and a lot of the women were like oh I totally know what this feels like and then some of the men were like that was like really violent so it was just interesting how people took it because um, my experience as a woman this is what I was trying to um, say through this piece of art. Are you seeing from our festival, the audience you got from our festival? Yes, yes. Okay. And then, so, yeah, so it's interesting, like, it's the, the gender kind of, the gender's change, I guess, right? 
yeah so like the the commentary that I received from most of the women were like oh yeah like I like I totally get Michelle's like anger and then <laughs> I know which was really I was like oh okay I'm glad they see it and then for the men they're like really commenting about the violent <laughs> imagery and just like the kind of comeuppance that the main antagonist gets so there's a couple elements in the film where they have uh brass she has brass knuckles and mm -hmm. she's and she's like she's about to take down the you know the the balding kind of old old like middle-aged white man i guess right who is the, yeah. the assaulter uh nicely we're nicely drawn by the way nicely like it's thank like, almost you like a thank you <laughs> yeah you just know this girl <laughs> And so, but there's that moment where like, there's like two seconds of, there's like a two second shot almost like where her, she's about to punch him. And then all of a sudden she stops and it's like, oh, okay, she's going to, she's going to see the light and basically like in a typical action movie, we're like, okay, I, I, I've i gone too far. I'm not going to go that this far, but no, she doesn't. She, she starts punching them. Blood um, ensues and there's this big smile on her face, right? Mm -hmm. I really wanted it like that w was supposed to be unnerving like she's not supposed to really represent a normal person um, necessarily like the average person um, she's a hit woman after all uh, she's gonna go the full mile and I just like I like I said again I really like playing with the contradiction of this pretty woman in this like very like small bodycon dress but the brass knuckles and then just kind of her determination to kill this guy. It's like kind of creepy and um, unnerving, but you just can't like help, but like want to see what she does yeah. just because she, she's not like a normal person. She's crazy almost, you know, eye for an eye, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's scary what she did. Well, you're brought you're a not like you're uh you're 2000s you're you're in this world in, in the 2000s so you didn't know the 90s or the 80s or before that sure, like 1980s sure. that was that was a huge thing that was the action genre was all about revenge. yeah yeah it was all about rage about taking down the person and, and if you, it's like killing them right like it's like you kill me you kill a family member of mine or you hurt a family member of mine we you're you're dead kind of thing that's, and a, that's a good point audiences yeah. cheered in my era for, for like for the whole decade they loved it yeah sure and I, I I can totally see that and um kind of looking back on it retrospectively just I mean he was introduced as the villain and her just killing him just because he's the antagonist without the kind of what is it redemption he doesn't get a redemption <laughs> Well, he could do it again too, right? So <laughs> that's true. Yes, definitely, and that's what I wanted to comment on too. And it's interesting. Like uh, I'm always, I've always been a believer that that sexual assault doesn't get the doesn't get the the, the punishment in this in the Western world that that it, like they they only go to prison for a couple of years at at best, right? Like it doesn't seem like they ruin someone's life and they, and they basically get a very light prison sentence. If they go to prison, obviously. Right. So. Right. Yeah. There seems to I be mean, an injustice and in, then in, in what happens. Yes. I mean, it happens every day. You talk to any woman and they'll say, yes, this has happened to me before in some sh shape, way or form. So like, I just felt like I needed to, to express this and hopefully 
the message of my film can just be what I it, what I got from the audience video from you guys. That's kind of what I wanted from the women audience or even anybody who experienced like se sexual assault, like just like that relatability, like you're not alone. Like I even feel these feelings too. Like it's it's injustice, so it shouldn't happen. Yeah. So me, in a sense, it's like we all have rage. We all have that, that aggression inside when we feel that a disservice happens to us, especially on certain on, on the on the on the stakes of this of this particular character. But we usually don't act on it. Right. And basically, yeah. this, this character is a, is a hit man or hit woman, so she's she's able to 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 act on the rage that a lot of us have. Yeah, and that's why I describe it as vicarious, just because we're not going to go out. I mean, yeah. and 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 do that. But what what Michelle um, enacted in my film, um, and you're right, just so we could all feel that rage and kind of live through that. Uh, through Michelle, who I feel like when sexual assault happens or victims of sexual assault, you feel pretty helpless or you feel like weak or I mean, I don't know. But through Michelle, this imposing character who can just punch her way through anything, I feel like that also kind of adds to what I wanted to say with the film. Just me speaking to those who had similar experiences. Mm -hmm. That that too in, in your film he's about to shoot a, he's he he brings out his gun right so she's acting in self defense as well so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that too so okay so tell me about the the making of the film so you drew every frame in the film yes I did I did a funny story about that initially because we have milestones to hit because this was a thesis project so I was being graded on like deadlines like have roughs done by the end of this week have um you know then make edits and initially I was going to have this film rigged um so I would have puppets made like 2d hand-drawn puppets um and animate those but the puppets weren't coming out as I wanted to. And I had to fall back on old reliable. I'm a good drawer. I'm a good, like, I'm a good drawer. And essentially that, and I will pump out work faster and get these to these deadlines if I just draw. So I'm gonna scrap the rig idea and I'm gonna draw. And that's what you did. So how long did it take you? Like how many hours do you think to, to put this all together? Oh gosh, hours. <laughs> I can't even say. Um, it was all a blur to me, honestly. Honestly, I, I can't even countless. Even thinking about it when I wasn't at my computer, yeah. thinking about what I could do to make the time go, like the work flow continuous. So obviously red is a is a big color template in your film that's the title sequence michelle is is in red obviously the blood sure. the dress is red so i guess the red has a certain symbolism i guess too right yeah um to me well on like a superficial level it's the blood it's the violence red with anger rage um but also it's the color used for women and femininity and i i, I felt like i could um kind of sneak that in there as well just to add more depth 
and then and then somebody else did the did the music and sound for you yes yes he did and the singer also as well was a colleague of his oh ali did the the vocals and the, and the lyrics as well right yes so where did so you that find was them? a great yeah so my school woodbury university works with um other schools as well so sorry it escapes me right now what the the music program berkeley berkeley school of music gotcha. and yes and jack my composer was super helpful i found him through the school of uh uh through my school's resources and just networking my way through composer to find the right fit i i ended up with jack and it was a great fit really liked the work that he did so how did you work? How did you collaborate with them? What did you What did you kind of like tell them? Did you give them some notes or? Yes. So that was like one of my favorite parts of working on Michelle is um, finding the right tone for my film because the music was going to really make it cohesive. And so I gave him a big playlist of like, I was like obsessively listening, listening to songs that I could, I, I felt would fit the film and I was just like here here's a big playlist I want it to be I want it to have kind of religious overtones I want it to have maybe like an organ or a choir and I want it to sound stabby and the lyrics to be a, a female vocalist and I want it to be like hard-hitting lyrics and I sent him the playlist and he nailed it and then so then and then and then you just basically like he he nailed it right away. You didn't have any notes. He just he just got it right away. Well, like we went through our passes. So like he'd be like, okay, here's like here's this version. What do you think about like this baseline? And what do you think about this like um like the progress that I've made? And I'd be like, okay, it's good. And then he'd be like, oh, here are here's the lyrics I actually we came up with, and here is kind of the rough singing pass that uh Ali did um uh when she was just ha happened to be recording and like how does this sound and I was like oh my god these lyrics are amazing like they totally fit um and it it just it just blossomed into its own thing and I think it really really works well with my film because it was made for it so why the why if the, the 1940s inspiration why did you kind of like center on that that era yeah so I, when i was like looking through kind of um because i love art that is like referential because everything comes from something you know and um 40s for me just because it was so pretty i love fashion and i love looking at um kind of the fashion croquis and um just how women were illustrated at, at during the time period too I was very inspired by the figures and the, the fashion and also just um kind of the concept of femininity during that time I was like oh wouldn't it be funny for the aesthetic to be 40s but then like she's acting like a hit woman that'd just be really yeah. interesting so it's all about contradictions I guess in a sense. Yes, abso absolutely. Yeah, because it's obviously the 1940s. Uh, women were like, it, well, actually, it's an interesting time, right? Because it's after the war and or during the war or after the war and women were working. Sure. 
why men were off. And then basically it was the birth of feminism because basically they, they were doing the men's jobs when the men were off the war. Then they realized, Hey, why are we doing these jobs? Like, why, why do we have to go back to the, to the kitchen? Right. Right. And um, just that I, I just, I just love it. I love femininity. I love womanhood. And I think I just wanted to pay a little ode to it just because why not? Yeah, 100%. And so I'm assuming you passed you passed the class? Oh, yes, absolutely. Graduated, uh, was able to graduate. And that was a really, really good milestone to hit. Very proud of myself. And then what motive, what prompted you to submit the festivals, like just to get the film out, get your name out a little bit more? Yes, I mean, it was required for our school, but I did want to do that. I did submit to a couple festivals and um, I actually came out um, to my family as bisexual in 2022, and it was really important for me to make a queer film just because I was never able to make um, queer content before and like being like openly proud about it. So I was like, this isn't really important to me to submit to an LGBT um, festival, like a queer festival. This is really important to me. And then so I'm, I'm assuming everything's OK with the family. uh not quite getting better definitely getting better yeah well it's something that like uh it's it's something that i was just i was just talking about this the other day in another podcast about um by someone being bisexual because it's like it's like they it's it doesn't get the, the 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 it doesn't get talked about as much as like being either gay or lesbian or you know what i mean it's just like something that they people it's like it's misunderstood i guess in the world sure i Oh, absolutely. I call um, I call bisexuals the invisible majority because I swear we're everywhere, but nobody nobody really really talks about us and nobody really knows what's up. But we gotta get bisexuality out there. It's important. So how do you do? How would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, making more art films. I do it all the time. Um, I I try to make it kind of my platform and personality just to I'm like I'm here I'm bisexual and I'm here yeah I guess you're seeing it in pop culture in a sense right where um I the top of my brain is uh only murders in the building where Selena Gomez character she has a relationship with the girl she has a relationship with the boy you know what I mean like it's like it's not even talked about it's just like it's just that that's what we do right that's everybody's okay with it I'm just giving like a, a popular show that's that's basically that's kind of like accepted, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that uh, particularly, yeah. uh, but I I love that, and I think that's the shift that we're seeing in um, media today. Just because it's not like oh, like it's gay, like no, it's it's just a normal thing, and that's great, mm-hmm. you know. But still, a long way to go. Oh, absolutely. You know, got to get more voices out there. So you graduated, you're you're still in uh, the hubbub, you're still in the LA area. What are you what are you doing now? I am a freelance illustrator. Um one of my dreams is to also be a storyboard artist. Mm-hmm. Um but I am liking the freelance gig at the moment. It's so uh freeing and I can get to have my own clients and choose my own projects. It's amazing. I can most definitely 100% see you as a storyboard artist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know what? I talked to a lot of, um, 
I, I, I remember going on a, on a rampage where I interviewed a lot of very professional storyboard artists. You know what I didn't see enough of? Female storyboard artists. Mm, yeah. I don't know why. I'd like, well, I know why, because it's a, it's still a sexist industry. But I just saw sure, yeah. that, that I didn't see, like, I, I saw, like, nobody. Like, the top 100 storyboard artists in, in Hollywood are all male. So. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I mean, my mentor is, um, she's a woman. So I, I have her to thank for everything that I've learned and I'm still continuing to do my practice and, you know, get better at storyboarding. Cause I, I just, from as a little kid, I would just see these movies and see the scenes in my head. And I would, I'd be able to just transfer it on paper. I actually wouldn't be able to sleep until I put it on paper. So I, I, I felt like it, it was meant for me. Um, so I'm still, it's still very, very much on my mind. Can you give me an example, like a movie you watched like as a kid and and you, then you had to draw, draw it. Oh gosh, not movies per se, but like I would, um, it was, it's songs. That's actually really important for my visual, um, like imagination to just kind of blossom. Like I would just hear songs that would call to me and, um, I'd be like, oh, like I could see him punching her here and then like there she could throw a kick and then like this would slide over. Like I could just see it. And I would I would I would be doing this since I was like in fourth grade. I just remember it so vividly. And then that's that's so you're almost making your own music video in a sense. You're kind of like Yeah, exactly. And then would you see the um, music video and go, I could do better than that? <laughs> uh yeah or i'd be like i i don't know why they made that choice like i would do it differently like like why why an upshot you know yeah. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> that's amazing so you're on your way you're basically got like are you gonna do you think you're gonna make more films perhaps maybe i i i like the thought of uh, making more films i think because I, I i feel like i have more to say um and animation is just perfect art form for anything like i i think it's just the perfect art form um, but films definitely, I think just the animation, the actual animating to me is the most difficult part in my mind. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not easy. Do you see like, but you're, are you like a traditionalist? you like the 2D animation? I think it's the easiest for me. <laughs> like I, if I could just do storyboarding forever, I would. <laughs> so maybe with a team because I worked on Michelle alone with a team of animators who are really good at what they do I think I, I would love to make more films and then you said on the blog interview that uh Luca the Pixar movie was the film you saw that you've seen the most just came out like it was like less than two years this isn't like the film it's the movie you've seen the most times yes because I remember re-watching it over and over um <laughs> I I would just like wake up Luca and go to sleep. Maybe I should watch Luca, you know. So I I think it was also summer, so it just I I really liked it. And um, I don't know. It was just one of those movies where it was like a a zeitgeist for me. And I also I think it was the film that I watched right before I came out. So I think the message spoke to me the most. And I was like this. This is why animation is good. If if it called to me this much, yeah, hundred percent. Like Pixar has that way, right? To make it mainstream, 
and but then have these like kind of subtle kind of thematics involved in the movie, right? Yes, yes, it's 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 amazing, and I consume it like it's candy. <laughs> well, I gotta watch that film because I because I've seen a lot of the these movies. Uh, I thought yeah, I seen sure. them all. I have not seen I have not seen Luca yet. I, I should okay. uh, I should check it out. Absolutely, yeah. And so I'm I sure it's on the Disney it. app and uh, free for me to watch right now if I want to. But <laughs> take a look at it because, yeah, it seems like a pretty, uh, the, the way you're describing it, I'd love to see it. Well, well, it looks like you're, like I said, it looks like you're on your way. You're in the right place, you're in the right time. So I wish you the best. I thought this film was fantastic. And uh, I'd love to see, like, you know, an animation film at this, on, on this level, on this kind of this 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 powerful setting. So, good luck. I'm I'm going to hope it got. I hope your your the professors and your faculty and all the your fellow students enjoy the film. I'm sure when you guys did the screening, your film kind of stood out for, on a violence level. I guess one would assume. <laughs> I mean, actually, like a lot of our films, um, you know, our class went through COVID nineteen and just going to school online and myriad of like life um, things that I feel like everybody globally experienced. So a lot of our student, like of my peers made films that were kind of just as deep and addressing certain issues as mine. So I was really proud of my class for just, uh, my film was the most violent, but yeah. it, it was a very diverse, diverse, genre reach and it was really amazing to see i'm very proud of my class too yeah it's amazing all right well let's talk again when you, when you make your next film or when you're a part of a, a of a big film because i have a feeling you you will be in the future so I'm looking thank you to so much for having me yeah thank you you're this is this film's this film's amazing it definitely is remember it's memorable that's for sure and i can <laughs> so many little subtle touches in the animation it has a rewatchability factor where you can awesome. watch it a few times and then grab all the little kind of little moments that you you drew in the film. Awesome. Thank you so much. How like just amazing. It was great talking to you. All right, let's talk again. Yes, absolutely. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizer.